The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I talk about things that I feel need talking about, and sometimes they're not getting the attention they deserve. And your feelings, they're not under consideration. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. So we are going to start out with Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, and the most recent addition to the supporters of I Had to Say It, the lads from over at Whiskey Hell. So to Fitz, McShane, and El Jefe... Thank you guys so much for joining the party. Um, really, it, it means so much to me that you guys all want to support me on a regular basis. And I'm just, I'm a little choked up. It's, it's, it's very touching. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, um, we are going to start off with, after last week's tirade about the geriatric fucks that are holding the seats of power in this country and a rough analysis of the numbers that, you know, we have the 10 oldest people in Congress that are all like, you know, 80 plus, And most of them have been in office longer than a lot of their current constituents have been fucking alive. The uh, shambling fucking corpse that actually triggered the entire initial rant in a lot of ways, maybe not solely the responsible for it because there was the whole Mitch McConnell having a glitch thing and, and But the primary thing of Dianne Feinstein, now 90 years old, still just came back from like major medical issues, still being active in Congress, being, you know, told what to do and being told to just shut up and say aye by her, by her uh, fellow Congress people, um, not being allowed any respect or you know, any real authority or stance for being the senior fucking person in Congress. Well, like two days after the episode drops where I'm ranting and raving about how this useless old fuck needs to just go away, she has declared her daughter power of attorney. Now, I'm going to assume most of my regular listeners are, you know, since you're regular listeners, you're probably pretty decent people, pretty intelligent people. You understand what that means. But for anybody who might be unclear on the subject, When you assign another person power of attorney, you are basically saying you are no longer capable of handling your own affairs. You are no longer cognizant enough to be trusted to make qualified and decent and good decisions that are necessarily in your own best interest. Now, I mean, there's some other legal wherewithal about where sometimes it's just when you don't want to deal with something and you don't want to deal with some certain bullshit, then you hand over the powers of attorney to other people so they can deal with whatever bullshit that may be, whether that be in a business structure or in a personal structure. There's certain things, like even in my own family, where it's it, there are similar setups, not necessarily powers of attorney, but 
where certain arrangements have been made where people have certain authority in certain circumstances, like to make decisions about familial property and things like that. So it's, but ultimately in this circumstance, it is a geriatric 90 year old woman deciding she can't run her own life effectively anymore and legally handling all the rights and responsibilities of her day to day life over to her daughter. She didn't, step down from Congress. So while she does not feel cognizant to be able to make decisions regarding her own life, she somehow thinks she should still be making decisions regarding the management of this fucking country and all of our lives. So that kind of irritates me a little bit. And the fact that that happened really just kind of set the tone for where this was going almost immediately. Like as soon as this information came out, I was just like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. She's acknowledged that she can't capably function to take care of herself. She can no longer make her own decisions in her own best interest. Hasn't given up the fucking seat in Congress. Hasn't shown any, any, any inclination or leaning towards giving up the seat. Hasn't done any preliminary, you know, scouting for a potential replacement or anything. And nobody seems to have a problem with this. I mean, other than... If you listen to other random podcasts, I'm sure there will be plenty of people venting about this over the next week or two and plenty of people talking about how fucking ridiculous this actually is. But in the interim, the politicians who are constantly trying to pander to the masses and say how of the people they are and how they're there for them and all this other shit have shown no single solitary indicator that they realize what a fucking issue this actually is. So anyway, if you're keeping score, that's geriatrics in Congress, geriatrics in the White House, uh, and nobody really doing a damn thing about it. And to kind of follow up to that, you know, if we took everybody over the age of 60 out of Congress, we'd have like half of the people that were supposed to be representing the people would be gone, over half of them. So stop and think about that for a minute. I'm not... In my 60s, I'm not. It, it, it's got me thinking about things like, you know, taxation without representation. I don't feel represented properly when statistically the, the, the makeup of the country is not over 60 percent geriatric. So why is the makeup of the representation of our legislators over 60 percent geriatric? I don't I don't understand that. I, I, I don't feel properly represented, and this country was founded on the principles of no taxation without representation, so why am I paying taxes? I mean, I'm being taxed on my income. I'm taxed on the, everything I purchase. I'm taxed on every, everything I try and save. Any interest I earn is taxed. And in the meantime, I really am not feeling represented by any of the individuals that are supposed to be representing me. I damn sure don't feel represented by any of my local state legislator types. I don't know. It's just overall frustrating. You know, I, I really don't identify with a bunch of old fucks who have no vested interest in thinking about the future because they're not going to be around to see it. And by their inherent nature, they're all selfish bastards. So they're very, you know, capable of making short sighted, piss poor decisions in the name of what will immediately give them gratif immediate gratification because they're not going to be around for long term gratification. They're going to be taking a dirt nap. And yet somehow these assholes keep getting reelected. But yeah, I'm not going to harp on that anymore. I just kind of found it funny that that happened immediately after I got done talking about how these geriatric assholes have no business being in office. But ranting about that for like a half hour last week is probably enough for now. So 
We're going to interject a quick little uh, spot here, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the other thing that really, out of everything that, there's no shortage of bullshit going on, but this is the one that I really got something to say about, so we'll be right back. Hey guys, Aaron here. Now, you're probably used to hearing me stick my ad in here for HorribleDesigns.com, and in my general need to try and improve things and keep things fresh and topical, it's time for a new ad for HorribleDesigns.com. So here it is. Go to HorribleDesigns.com, get t-shirts, get mugs, get stickers, get get mouse pads, get stuff, get swag with a bunch of humorous things on it, pictures, commentary, little thoughts and ideas. And for being a loyal listener of the show, you can get 15% off your total purchase price by using the code I had to say it at checkout. And that's all one word. I had to say it. Only available at HorribleDesigns.com. All right, so now that I got that uh, ranting about the geriatrics out of my system, there were a couple other things going on this week that I did want to touch on. The first one, and I really don't know if anything's going to come from this, but uh, it's kind of like the, you know, walls are closing in, as they like to say about the, what they're going after the Cheeto. But... Uh, Dr. Fauci, Anthony Fauci, that fucking little weasel, he's been uh, getting taken to task by Rand Paul and RFK Jr. and Thomas Massey, and there's all kinds of inquiries into what's going on and everything about how COVID was handled, how he misrepresented a bunch of shit, things like an email came out saying that he was aware there were gain-of-function tests being done on COVID variants in the Wuhan labs and you know basically all the stuff that people were censored for and silenced for and mocked for during the start of the pandemic before the massive amount of government overreach and the lockdowns and all the other horse shit that went along with it yeah it's all coming out that you know once again conspiracy theorists one other bullshit zero you know so there's hearings coming. It'll be interesting. I don't think anything is really going to come of it. And for the people who died as complications from getting the jab, that's not going to be much consolation. But And for the rest of us who basically were forced into taking it against our, or under protest, let's say. I mean, I suppose like me, I, I took the first two shots because I wanted to keep my job. But uh, I'll be damned if I'll be taking any boosters. Uh, but yeah, it's not you know the 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 big pharma is still indemnified against anything, barring some real significant changes. So I don't see anything coming of it, other than you know Fauci may wind up being the fall guy. He may be the sacrificial goat to fucking like oh yeah no it's all on him now. But still, it's it'll it'll cheer your day up if you need a little like give it a googs you know find out what's going on out there. Watch. Um, Fauci's just being torn apart and taken to task for the bullshit that he propagated over the last, like, three years. And, uh, yeah, so in in other news, uh, the thing that (laughs) really has brought some joy to my uh, sick and twisted mind the last few days is uh, Lizzo. Yeah, that Lizzo. You know, big, fat, mouthy, ignorant, stupid, woke-ass. You know, I'm fat and I'm fantastic and you're just intimidated by a strong blah, 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 blah. No. Yeah, so this bitch is getting sued by some of her former backup dancers. 
And it warms my heart. It makes my soul happy because of what she's getting sued for. She is getting sued for apparently not only did she fat shame her backup dancers. Now, you heard that right. She, after trying to be like this public bastion of body positivity and trying to say that she is perfectly fine the way she is and she needs to be accepted and and even lauded for going out on stage in outfits that reveal way too much of her ever-broadening ass that she needs to be out there and just accepted and loved and embraced for being a big, strong, confident, sexy, big-ass bitch. Well, yeah, she was fat-shaming her backup dancers, apparently, like, and, you know, in a way where you're roasting these broads. I'm I'm honestly convinced this, this, this fat bitch was probably more concerned that, you know, without skinny people to be in her background dancing, she wouldn't look big enough, you know? Well, maybe not. Maybe maybe that's a little excessive. But, yeah, and, and when I first heard the story, I was kind of like, how fat do you got to be to be getting fat shamed by this land whale bitch? But she just... And, and then on top of that, there were other accusations. Like when she was on tour and they were over in Amsterdam, she took a bunch of her backup dancers and her entourage to the red light district and not only encouraged but actually forced her dancers to if they wanted to keep their jobs they had to do some really illicit and kind of disgusting shit um not that i'm you know one for kink shaming or anything else but i'm not a big fan of forcing people to do anything they don't agree to you know the whole consensus key thing and she made her backup dancers eat bananas out of the genitals of assorted sex workers now in i mean a lot of people's knee-jerk thing was like dude that's nasty you're gonna get a disease blah 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 well, technically, if you're going to be a, an active duty sex worker in the red light district in Amsterdam, I believe they're actually unionized and they have health care and they have to get tested regularly to prove they have a clean bill of health and a bunch of other shit. So other than the whole forcing somebody to eat a banana out of another person's cooch, um, you know, from a sanitation standpoint, at least it's not horrible. And other than, you know, some shit that some people would be getting down to in their own bedrooms. And I mean, I'm not really one for bringing food into the bedroom, but that's. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm also not here to yuck anybody's yum as long as they're not doing anything that's not hurting anybody else. And, you know, everything's consensual and between adults, hey, fuck it. Dude, you do you, boo boo. But the problem comes in this big bitch was apparently forcing these people under threat of like unemployment. And when you're out on tour and you're in the middle of fucking Europe, you can't just kind of lose your job and get stranded. So. This, like I said, this big bitch sanctimoniously lectures people about accepting her the way she is. And and honestly, I don't understand. I mean, I'm, I don't, I've never seen the appeal of her. I'm not a fan of her music. I think she's a fucking obnoxious fucking just pain in, my, in society's ass. But I, I mean, I don't understand like anybody who's done any kind of even like entry level theater type shit. Being up on stage is hot work. Anybody that's gone to a concert can tell you every musician on stage is usually sweating to a certain degree. I mean, the, the last concert I went to was a couple of geriatric fellas, um, and it was a fantastic show. I mean, I went. it was an Eric Clapton concert. Eric's, you know, got to be 80 years old, but you know what? He was still rocking out, and he was on a stool, and he was still sweating. Just being under those lights will make you sweat. 
And as I understand it, I guess Lizzo's concerts are a little more athletic than a bunch of old guys sitting on stools playing instruments. So this big bitch has got to be out there sweating her ass off. And yet she is somehow still manages to maintain a whole lot of size. I mean, this is a big bitch. She bigger than me. And that's saying something because I am no small fella. And as and I and I I would be remiss if I don't point out I might actually be a little hypocritical for calling her out for fat shaming other people, because as a fat motherfucker myself I fat shame people all the fucking time, not the ones who are you know like out there trying to do something about it, not the ones who are trying to be healthy, and trying to get better and do better. I respect the hell out of anybody because I know how fucking hard it is. I'm I'm in the gym. You know, a minimum of four days a week, if not more, depending on the week and what other obligations I have going on. And I know it's hard. I know it's not easy. I know it is a real, real grind. And so if you actually go out there and you're putting in the work, more power to you, more respect to you. Now, on the other side of that coin, if you're one of these lazy, no muscle having fat pieces of shit, who want acceptance, want to be told they're beautiful, want to be told they're perfect the way they are because, you know, they put in the effort to get big and fat and just disgusting. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. There's medical science proving being a big, fat, lazy piece of shit that doesn't do anything besides eat and grow is bad for your health. You will live a shorter life. You will live a lower quality of life. I can testify from the way I feel even, I mean, I haven't even lost nearly what I need to lose, but even before I started working out, just when I started working out on a regular basis again, I feel better, even though I haven't lost a ton of weight, but I'm getting in better shape and I've lost inches more than pounds because apparently I'm putting muscle on underneath all the fat, which in the long run will be a good thing because that will help me burn off all this friggin' gross I've managed to accumulate over the years. And I'm putting in the work. And the difference is when I was not putting in the work and I was just kind of, for whatever for whatever personal shortcomings I was having, where I was just willing to accept being a big fat fuck that was going to die young, because that's more or less what it came into, um, I at least had, had the dignity not to expect people to tell me how brave and amazing I was for being a big fat shit that wasn't taking care of himself, wasn't doing what he needed to do, and was really doing the bare minimum to get by. As any kind of self-respecting individual, I mean, I was not taking care of myself. I was neglecting my health. I was neglecting my well-being. And honestly, I was probably in a place where that was impacting my mental state as well as my physical state. And I am much better off for, you know, exercising that discipline and working those muscles to try and build a little more self-control. Granted, I still have a long way to go. I still have a sweet tooth. I still have a problem snacking when I'm bored. And those are discipline issues as well, but at least I'm cognizant of them. At least I acknowledge them. At least I'm not trying to tell, have people tell me that I deserve to be able to do that and not, you know, I shouldn't think about the consequences. I should think about my own happiness. And this, this, these snack cakes will make me happy, so they must be a good thing. And the fact that I'm twice the size of, you know, a healthy, normal person, I shouldn't have to bear any consequences for that. It's not fair that I have to spend more money on clothes than than a smaller person, even though realistically my clothing takes more fucking material and probably takes more work to assemble because it's more fucking stuff. You know, but it it's wrong of me to think that I should have to I shouldn't get to pay the same money as that. Oh no, no, I should uh, 
if 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 some guy in a size extra medium can buy a shirt for twenty five dollars, I should be able to buy that same shirt in a six X for twenty five dollars because that's fair. And it's not my responsibility for being a big fat fuck. It's society's responsibility for not mollycoddling me and telling me that I'm wonderful the way I am. It's like that fat bitch that's been trying to go around saying airlines need to stop charging people for extra seats. No, you need to be able to wedge your ass into one seat. And if you spill over into a second seat, you need to pay for that seat because that seat could have been sold to another individual. They don't. They're not under no obligation to accommodate your poor life choices that have made you so goddamn big you can't fit in a standard size seat. And I'm saying this as somebody who's a big fat fuck myself. However, I still can fit in a standard size seat. Most of my weight, unfortunately, is hanging off the front of me and not off the sides. I'm not that ridiculous yet. But but I digress. Nobody really asked about my personal medical conditions or my standings or my dimensions, but on the other hand, this is also my show where I will rant and babble as I see fit. And you're always welcome to hit that fast forward button two or three times, you know, go forward a minute, minute and a half, and I might be done. I might not. Um, it's kind of, kind of you know, stream of consciousness here. Who knows? And just as a friendly reminder to everybody, the three-year anniversary episode of the show is right around the corner. We'll be dropping at the end of August. So if you would like to give the uh, voicemail line a call, it's 815-661-6464. Leave a little message, or you can record a message on your media platform of choice and email it to me at I had to say a podcast at gmail.com. I would love to actually have some feedback from you guys to stick into that episode, because otherwise it's just going to be me reminiscing about the last three years, so... Uh, little little listener input would be fantastic. So if, if it's not too much trouble, I'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway. Thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.